Hello. Hi, Abdul. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, great. Uh, okay, so this is episode 1.5 because for two reasons. Uh, One is that the first episode, um, or let's say we had agreed that we'll be recording the episodes on Saturdays, which fits both our schedules. Uh, But we wanted to do a like test run on Tuesday. And we actually went ahead and launched that episode. So just Uh, To be clear, we want to be recording on Saturdays and uh, like from now on, it's every uh, Saturday. And uh, the other thing is, I feel like we haven't fully uh, fleshed out what the structure of the episodes is going to be. So this call is just for us to uh, agree on what we'll be uh, covering and um, uh, what we we feel would be valuable for others uh, to listen to. Amazing. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. And I also noticed in the uh, first episode, we didn't actually say who's who. Uh, so uh, we didn't give any intros or with, I didn't even say I'm Haider and you're Abdel Mahsin. We kind of assumed people are going to find out or they already know us. Um, so would you like just to give an intro uh, about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Abdul Mahsin Um I'm a mechanical engineer by day. Uh, that's my day job. And then uh, after I'm done with work on weekdays, um, I work as a trainer and consultant for uh, entrepreneurs and uh, corporate teams. So I help them with uh, innovation strategy and new product development. So, yeah, and so basically what that means is I help them uh, and launch innovative concepts. Nice. Uh, and yeah. from what yeah. I gather, you you like to focus on uh, one of the areas that uh, you've done a lot of work, validating ideas. So before a person launches a business, they have to test out uh, the the interest in that business. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, a lot of uh, new tools have come up that uh, help people do that. Uh, I mean, you can test pretty much anything without having to build it out or mass manufacture it. Oh, nice. Uh, but can you just uh, elaborate a bit more or mention a few so, tools? Yeah, so absolutely. So, for example, uh, one of the projects I'm currently working on is Tray, which is a physical product. Um, and what we usually think is, well, uh, to test that, I have to build the product so people can see it. Uh, and the reality is you actually don't have to. Um, so what you can do is you can set up a landing page, a one-page website, and uh, uh, you sort of mention the problem that your product aims to solve. Uh, you mention who's it for, so the target market. Um, and then you mention some of the, let's say, uh, features or benefits of the product and maybe then you can have a sort of um, sketch of the product so again you still haven't built anything right um, and uh, then you have the, what's called a call to action like a CTA button where people can put their emails and let's say get notified uh, when this thing is ready right uh, and that's more or less a gauge of interest whether or not people want this thing or not 
uh, okay, that's an excellent idea because uh, even uh, uh, like what I understood is that crowdfunding platforms uh, like uh, Kickstarter and Indiegogo, the people that are launching the business aren't just uh, using it to to uh, get funds for the for a business that they're going to start regardless. It's actually a way of validating an idea to see how how much of an how much interest is there in the idea itself, and if it doesn't get funded, they can actually just scrap the idea and pursue something else. Absolutely, absolutely, and and, and that's what's so uh, great about uh, crowdfunding. So it's easy to go and ask people, well, hey, what do you think of this idea? Which is something I don't recommend uh, because people will be biased, right? Uh, but when you ask people to actually pay or let's say prepay for a product, that's when you get real validation that this person actually took out his or her credit card and purchased what you plan on buying. That's real validation. Yeah, I agree. Uh, because um, yesterday, actually, I had a workshop in uh, the Sultanate of Oman. Uh, and um, uh, one of the points that I mentioned about conducting surveys and like it's a really bad idea to ask people what they would do in the future uh, because we're horrible at predicting future behavior. Um, uh, to give like a very basic example, if I was to say at, uh, like within a survey or if I ask people, uh, would you join a gym where the membership is only $5 a month? It seems appealing. Uh, and it seems like it it, uh, it solves the issue of um, expense, but that doesn't mean that people will actually commit to uh, to going to a gym just because it's five dollars. So hypothetically, they would say yes, of course, but realistically, they're not going to stick to that uh, behavior, which is why, yeah. like uh, New Year's resolutions, we 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 anticipate that we're going to stick to our New New Year's resolutions, but then. Life happens, and it, uh, reality is more complicated than we had anticipated. So Absolutely. it's better to actually see a real action. Like, if you're willing to pay for this, that means if, it, if it's available in the market, you would actually buy it. And yeah. that's where the validation takes place. Yeah. And, 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 and to me, the key word uh, is commitment, right? Uh, what's a good gauge of commitment that that this person commits to this product or this solution and saying yes on a survey is zero commitment right you're not going to hold anyone like accountable for what they answered on a survey right yeah very yeah that's very true yeah that's very nice okay so we're doing this 1.5 episode 2 this is, yeah, episode 1.5. And then next week is going to be episode two. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay. Uh, and okay. I'll just give an intro about me and what I do. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Go ahead. No problem. Uh, so um, my name is Haider Al-Musawi. Uh, I, too, have a day job. I'm an educator uh, in a public higher institute. Uh, I actually teach... Um, uh, computer topics. My background is in computer engineering, and um, uh, I I also co-founded two companies, 
Serdab Lab, which is a community hub based in Kuwait. And we provide training courses, workshops, and mentorship for uh, entrepreneurs who want to start or grow their businesses. And the other company is called Catalyze, where we do uh, user experience design and we design mobile applications and websites. And we also partner with development houses to actually uh, develop the apps or the websites themselves. Very nice, it's very nice. Thank you. Okay, and in this uh, episode, we just wanted to kind of um, uh, go over the things that we need to, to do uh, to, uh, for this podcast. As an example, the artwork is something that I did like five minutes before our first call. Uh, we, we don't have an intro or an outro. Like there are certain things that we need to work on to make sure that the podcast is somewhat professional. Uh, and also like just the structure or the, the substance of the episodes, what do we need, what do we want to cover that would be beneficial to both of us and to our audience? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I do agree. I do agree. We need uh, like a, a bit, but at the same time, uh, we're more uh, concerned about progress uh, than being perfect from episode one, right? Yes. So the things that we noticed, like, for example, not, ha not doing the intros ourselves, as in people may not know us, that completely mm -hmm. skipped my mind. But mm -hmm. if we try to like stress over everything, like the artwork, and we need music, we need an intro and an, and an outro, uh, we may have complicated it too much to the point that we, we would have put it off. But mm -hmm. having the first episode out there kind of like forces us to keep to our commitment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this, this way of, of launching, I think, is a great sort of example uh, for the way things should be launched, at least in, in our opinion, as opposed, I mean, I've had so many projects where, yes, there are a million things you can do before launch day, but then in reality, there are only very few things that you need to launch it and then you can work on everything else as you go right yeah uh, that's and true it, yeah and and in the process you're you're building your audience you're building uh interest uh, and people uh, will see in public um the way your product is developing as opposed to um uh, sitting somewhere uh, private working on a product for days months years before launching um and then you have to work to publicize it and things like that. Yeah, uh, but I also want to mention something kind of funny. Uh, usually, if you want to start working on something, like there's a, a basic, like a minimum threshold that of uh, research that you need to do. Like you don't want to complicate things too much, but at the same time, if you're looking to uh, provide a solution, at least do some research and figuring out what uh, what are the other available solutions like maybe the mobile app for example that you want to develop has already been done so what problem are you trying to solve that that the other uh, solution hasn't uh, or in what ways can you make it an improvement or something that's better 
than the existing um, solutions. So like b some basic um, competitive analysis. Now, uh, what's funny is that for this podcast, I thought it would be really cool to like start a movement where people are doing uh, their own 12-week programs, uh, which is why I called the episode, the uh, podcast 12 weeks and like hashtag 12 weeks because that's the thing I wanted to, to use. And then today I'm like, uh, hold on. I never actually uh, checked whether uh, the hashtag 12 weeks is being used because <clears throat> if it's being used for something else, that means there might be a lot of noise uh, around the hashtag that we want to use. So I checked and it turns out there were uh, 334,000 uh, uses of the hashtag on Instagram. Wow. And the way it's being used, some people are using it for like um, their own, uh, very similar to what we're doing. They're, they're using it for their own uh, like uh, 12 weeks to achieve a certain goal or uh, a life transformation. But the vast majority of uses were uh, women tra tracking their pregnancies. Oh, okay. So we're competing with pregnant women. I'm afraid. <laughs> I think we I should have thought that. that <laughs> I think we're we're gonna lose that battle for sure. Yes, we might need to tweak the hashtag. Okay, that's on you. Hashtag twelve weeks podcast. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> then you might have pregnant uh, women starting podcast as well, and exactly. then you're gonna you're gonna lose that. Yeah, we have to be quick then. Yeah. No, we'll yeah, see. Beat, beat them to it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, so, yeah. uh, so um, structure is something we want to lay out um, for future episodes, uh, for us to stick to uh, that structure, but also for people to know what to expect out of the episodes, yeah? Yeah. Uh, so what I thought, and uh, if you can just like uh, let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, first of all, I, I still feel I haven't quite figured out, like I mentioned a few of the goals that I want to pursue in terms of like uh, uh, publishing an ebook and uh, publishing an online course um, and as well as taking care of my health. But I still feel uh, that's a bit vague. Um, I would much rather have like a checklist where I'm where I have uh, like specific goals uh, that uh, that I want to um, track and then uh, give you updates on in terms of how well I'm doing. Um, so, uh, again, like in terms of uh, clearly defining the goals, I feel that's something, at least for me, it's not, it's not enough what we covered in episode one. Uh, and I, I feel like it needs to be a bit more detailed. Uh, and then uh, what would be useful is to mention the successes that uh, we've achieved and then the struggles that we're currently having. And maybe what can we do to improve uh, in the following week. So uh, if if there was an issue with, for example, making time for a specific habit, how might I create time for that habit? So talking about the struggle and then a potential solution that I can try out the next week. And uh, what I also thought uh, might be useful, especially to our audience, is uh, uh, what are the tools or what have we been uh, reading 
uh, that might be beneficial uh, to uh, to us both. As in, you may be telling me what you've been reading that I, I wasn't aware of, uh, or I tell you what I've been reading, or tips, for example, on how to use uh, Audible or something like that, uh, as well as uh, tools that we're finding useful. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with uh, with that. Yeah, I think uh, sharing struggles and slash wins, uh, definitely something we want to cover. Um, and then, yeah, what what tools are we using to achieve our goals, let's say? Uh, where are we getting inspired from or by whom, let's say? Uh, which is basically books and resources, stuff like that. Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else you feel like uh, we should be adding? Uh, no, I, th I think let's keep it light. I think that's more than enough. Um, let's, uh, I don't know, do you want to go and um, discuss the uh, goals uh, again? Give it a second go. Uh, actually, I'd prefer to do that next week. I still feel okay. like I need some time to uh, think through my goals. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's uh, in terms of goals and uh, uh, just in terms of like uh, a sort of a task list for us to go over. Uh, I know uh, like we talked about artwork and actually you've done uh, some art pieces that we can use uh, for each episode and uh, I think for the, the podcast itself. So that's something that we need to add and then... Uh, like recording an intro and an outro, uh, outro that's something uh, we need to figure out. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else? Oh, uh, one thing I think would be useful is to actually flesh out the, uh, the uh, description with more specific notes uh, so people know what, what's covered in each episode and uh, maybe like we can share links if we recommend a tool or... Uh, if, if there's a specific product that we're uh, using, maybe add that to the description of the episode itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, uh, specifically that just because we want to make this podcast as useful as possible, uh, yeah. both, in, uh, both in inspiring people to start their own 12 weeks and be accountable for their goals, uh, but also to uh, sort of discover those uh, new tools, new approaches that uh, we've tried out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, that's a lot clearer for me. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. So, uh, inshallah, by next Saturday, uh, we'll have uh, the artwork up for the podcast. Um, and then we'll figure out the intro, outro. Uh, hopefully have it recorded. I don't know if that's putting too much pressure on us. <laughs> but let's try to do that. Uh, I, I think, I think uh, that's going to make things a lot easier rather than having to record the segments every time. Uh, but maybe we need to kind of figure out like uh, maybe uh, a preliminary script or something like bullet points that we want to cover uh, within the intro and then uh, a call to action at the end. So in terms of checking out the uh, episode description or uh, encouraging people, if, if you want to start your own 12 weeks, we recommend... Uh, finding your own accountability body and like just giving a few tips after each episode so people uh, can actually uh, join in and pursue their own goals. I like that. Nice.
Okay. It's, uh, for me, it, it seems a lot clearer now. And okay. uh, Same. We'll, we'll be in touch within the week just to uh, iron out like more details in terms of the artwork, that kind of thing. Uh, and mm-hmm. hopefully by, uh, by the next episode, uh, we'll have a few more things set up. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to put you on the spot now. Uh, let's, Thanks. Let's see if you, let's see I if thought you we can... were friends. Let's, let's see if you can improvise. Uh, no, it should be easy. Uh, I mean, we're at 20 minutes uh, right now. Let's shoot to stop at 25 minutes. So five minutes. Uh, just to give people something useful out of this episode. Um, what's a tool or something you've recently used uh, that you've enjoyed that you would recommend to me and to the to whomever is listening? Uh, okay. Be, yeah. It's not something that I've started using uh, recently. It's something I've been using for a while. Uh, it's uh, actually an app uh, on, uh, uh, it's a desktop app uh, on the Mac called Task Paper. Uh, and uh, basically, it's like an outlining tool. And um, uh, I use Task Paper with another um, um, uh, app called uh, Size Up which uh, basically resizes uh, windows like on the, uh, on the computer. And I, I use them together. Uh, uh, like basically what I have is I, uh, task paper is an outlining tool that I use to take notes on, um, put my tasks and so on. I put that uh, uh, on task paper, but I always keep task paper open on the side. And then mm. everything else is happening right next to it. So size up is what I use to uh, manage the windows and make sure that they're sized correctly, especially since um, uh, most of the time when I'm at home, I use uh, two monitors, like the laptop uh, screen and uh, another monitor. And, uh, and so like just moving windows about, uh, I find size up really useful. And then uh, task paper is uh, where I record like or I uh, dump everything that's on my mind even like if I feel like I need to journal uh, while I'm working I feel a bit apprehensive there's something bothering me I would write it down on uh, task paper Uh, anything I don't want to keep I can delete Uh, but for the most part it's like uh, all my brain dump all my uh, project plans uh, life plans they go into a task paper document very nice very nice okay like and, and and so is, is size up kind of the uh, that tool where you click and drag uh, windows to the edges of the screen and it will automatically resize them is that what it is uh, uh, yes but I, I don't do that what i do is i use uh, keyboard shortcuts ah, uh, which makes it really nice. easy to like uh, move a window from one screen to the next uh, mm. or move it to the right move it to the left uh, that kind of thing. Uh, it's, usually, it's just moving them between screens and uh, making sure that they occupy, like the the window isn't like uh, small or it's actually taking up uh, the entire space, uh, either on the uh, left for task paper or on the right for any other uh, application or browser window that I'm using. Hmm. Very nice. Okay. That's very nice. I'll I'll check those out. Uh, I don't know how useful it would be for me, just because uh, I don't have a separate monitor, 
Uh, so I just use my uh, MacBook, and so I don't have so much screen uh, real estate. Um, yeah, no, but even thing. even when I'm away, it's just um, I personally feel it. Uh, I personally feel it's useful to uh, to write down tasks that I need to get done and notes. And sometimes I feel like there's something I need to think through. Uh, so it helps to have a window that's open to the side that that's mm. like I don't need to switch between uh, separate windows. There's actually something that's uh, always there that I can go to and like dump everything, uh, anything that's on my mind. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so I'm just going to, uh, let's say, uh, base my recommendation off of that. Uh, so something similar and and. Uh, contrast the way you're using uh, um, uh, like an electronic, let's say, way or a digital way of setting up your tasks. Um, I've tried a few myself, uh, let's say apps on the phone and whatnot. Um, but a few months ago, I went back to having a small notebook, pen and paper kind of thing. Um, and I would write down my tasks. And then once I'm done with a task, I just cross it out or highlight it out. Um, something about yeah. that, yeah. Something, something about that just is just motivating, you know. Once you cross out something uh, with a pen, um, and and since then I've upgraded, let's say my, let's say a task management workflow. So my notebook has, uh, so each page on uh, in the notebook uh, is for a specific project that I'm trying to uh, that I'm working on. And the tasks related to that project will be uh, on its respective page. Um, so I can jump through between projects. Uh, yeah. Like that. Uh, are you familiar with the bullet journal? Ah, I've heard of it, but uh, no, no, I, I okay. haven't. Yeah. Uh, basically, the bullet journal isn't a specific kind of journal. It's just the way you use um, your own notebook or uh, journal. And... There are a few really useful insights uh, when it comes to organizing your journal. Like for example, uh, having index pages, because one of my issues was with using a physical notebook is that I feel like the, the pages aren't organized or I'm not gonna find uh, whatever I want within the, uh, the notebook itself. So uh, the bullet journal has a system to organizing the pages that are within the journal. Um, mm. And there's like a month overview. There's, you, you divide by the pages by days, and then you have separate pages for uh, projects or collections, that kind of thing. So the format of it is, uh, can be useful. Uh, and I would also say like, although I use task paper uh, digitally, uh, I also use a lot of papers or uh, Usually it's like A4 papers or a bigger notebook um, to organize uh, like my thoughts or to see connections between projects and tasks. I feel I, I also do feel comfortable with like an analog solution. Mm. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Okay, sweet. So let's uh, let's uh, let's test out this uh, mentioning those tools uh, in the. Uh, episode notes or show notes with or description. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll add them. Yeah. Yeah.
Uh, I, I've, okay. been, I've been using a pen and paper to take notes of the things <laughs> we covered. Okay, nice, nice, very nice. I like that. Um, okay, sweet. So um, next time it's going to be next Saturday, yes? Yes. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we'll be in touch before that just uh, to iron out some other details. Okay. Uh, but it's been a pleasure and uh, I'm really looking forward to this little experiment of ours. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I do too. And, and I'm a firm believer in progress. Uh, I really want to, uh, yeah, by the end of 12 weeks, I want to see uh, the 12th episode versus the very first one. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think that would be something very nice. Yeah. Uh, this is what's nice about conducting an experiment like publicly because the evidence is all there. Like you can actually see it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and may I add one last thing? Um, yeah, please. So the evidence is there. My, my little sister gave me feedback on the first episode and okay. she said, she said, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she said that uh, she only listened to 10 seconds because she thought it was cringy. Because she said I was faking an American accent. And I, I, I must admit, I do agree. I think I do that from, from time to time. <laughs> and so I, I was trying to be careful with the accent this time. So hopefully she likes episode 1.5 better. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. All Take right. Care. Bye-bye. Bye.